Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 27-4-2 through 33 games. Does that math work out? <clears throat> and that puts them first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and first in the National Hockey League. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Dodgy. Rob, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Joey? Hi, man. Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I don't think there's a better way to swing into Christmas than off the back of uh, a back-to-back wins against two really good teams like those were not easy wins no the hardest back-to-back of the season by far yeah unless i'm really forgetting something but i think it would have stood out no absolutely i completely agree with that honestly you could just take could have taken either of these games and been like two of the harder games this this year or tougher opponents yeah you have like hellebuck and like we're gonna get to it but holy shit hellebuck is a great goaltender I mean, even the Jets record aside, because I don't know where they really stand right now, uh, their lineup is just so stacked. They're better than their record says, whatever their record is. They are 21, 12, and 1. Yeah, they went into that game, I think, 20, 10, and 1 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they are better than that. So let's talk about that game, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let's actually jump right into it. Yes. Right off the bat, because that's exactly what the Jets did. They really Four, did. <laughs> less than two minutes in, Mark Shifley on um, what has to be a stick infraction for the longest stick in the league. Mark Shifley's like 6'5", but he has like Zidane Chara's stick. Shifley's 6'5"? He's a big boy. How did I not notice that? He is 6'3", 6'3", 210. That's still a big dude. It's not 6'5", but he's big. But I mean, gun skates. He's got fast hands and a big old stick. Teddy Roosevelt would love him. (laughs) He's a quiet talker. It's a great reference. We need more presidential references. Yeah, we're going to be heavy on the Teddy references today. Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and you tweeted it. From the Bear With Me account right <laughs> yeah. when that goal happened. They're like, oh, like, oh Mark would have had that. Because this was a Swayman start. This is a Swayman game, which yeah. we should probably get into before we really dive too deep into this game. Yeah, were you, surpri- were you surprised he got the uh, the start? On paper, yes. And then when you take a step back and you think it's a back-to-back and the second game is New Jersey. In On the New road. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. It does make sense that you would give Olmark that one. But in a vacuum, I mean, when I saw him in net yeah i did think why why are we doing this and then two minutes in i kind of thought that again even though i like he your tweet alluded to <laughs> obviously not his fault uh the second one sure was yeah he second did one. allow two goals <laughs> on the first four shots second so one was a bit rougher definitely a bit rougher <laughs> yeah like not even close rougher yeah I want to take a look at it again just because I I, yeah, I need to remind myself thing. of like just how upset I was in that moment being like, dude, what are we doing here? It was also just the timing of the two goals and like so. All right. So from my perspective, it was like, oh, Swayman's getting the start. Would have preferred Olmark, but I get it. This will be a good opportunity for him coming off of a really good game against Columbus. You're you're always rooting for him. Like I don't think anyone in Boston is actively rooting against their own goaltender because we would never do that, right? Who would ever? We would never do that. That's not what the Bruins. That wouldn't make do. any sense. What well, it, it doesn't. It I assure you, it doesn't. 
Um, but then, like you said, just that first goal, like two minutes in, even when it's not your fault, you're like, that, it's just rough. Like, that sucks. Like, that's a tough way to start the game for the team at whole, at large, but really specifically for the goaltender. And then mm-hmm. five minutes later, one goes in that is like a bit more on him. Like, that is a five hole goal, 10 feet off the blue line. There's traffic in front of him, traffic in front of him for sure. But he's certainly not screened. No, like he saw it, like he, he reacted it. to it, like he closed his legs on that. He's there was ample opportunity to make that stop, and he didn't. So that sucked. Yeah. But then, much like the Columbus game, credit where credits due. Two quick ones. That's it. Done. That was, yeah. They were done. Did you think that was going to be the case at the time? No. no, I texted you. I think I was like, I. I mean, I'll admit it. That was the first time this season I lost the faith. That was the first yeah. time I was like, I don't know about this one. I mean, you're down 2-0 to a good team with your essentially your backup in net, which I I think we can clear as day say here almost halfway yeah, through the 100%. season. That, like, yeah. It's not, even like, it's not even like a four-letter word. People were like reluctant to say it, but like it's fine. Like I think it's just because the expectation was for them to be a platoon. Yeah, that's fair. And like we had seen it for an extended period of time, so it feels like a downgrade. It's not like he's coming in as the backup and we're like, oh, we don't want to call him that. It's like he kind of was a starter, not necessarily the starter, but mm-hmm. I, I mean think- when Lamarck got the got the contract he got, people were like, That's weird because Swayman's the guy. And yeah. uh certainly not the case now. But when you're when you're down too early and your backup has a five hundred save percentage on his first four shots that he sees. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's understandable why you would probably feel like that might not be a game where the boys come back. And honestly, most of it <clears throat> was Hellebuck. It had yeah. it was really not a lot to do with the Bruins play. They weren't great. Like they still really, really got to iron out this like whole giving up two, three goals in the first 20 minutes thing. Like it's way too consistent. Uh, but it was just how good Hellebuck is. Like, holy He's shit, dumb, dude. Like, that is absolutely a goaltender that will steal you a series in the playoffs. Like, that is a guy that, like, will just frustrate teams every night. Like, yeah, he I looked mean, fantastic. I mean, they've had deep playoff runs. And when you look at, like, who their, like, secondary scorers are that, like, got them there, it's like, it's like yeah, like, like they've had their top guys for a while, um, especially when they had Line A there, too. It's like they had Line A, Shifley, and... <coughs> And then, you know, they, they add like this, this other, like larger presence in, in Bufflin and whatever. But like beyond that, it was like Kyle Connor, Andrew Cop. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, like the, these guys are really like, cause that, that's uh, the other thing that gets you deep in the playoffs is like secondary scoring and goaltending. And uh, it, it's the goaltending. <laughs> it's, it's their yeah. goaltending. Connor Hellebuck. I mean, that's a ho- hockey reference page you can spend some time on. He's uh he's just remarkably good. Uh, it's, he's so good that you need to get the the goals they scored on him are kind of other maybe not so much Nick's but Pasta's goal that funky funky bounce like off of a stanchion off mm-hmm. of the side of the net spoon fed to an all alone David Pasternak fifteen feet from the net. Like and like, I feel for Hellbuck there too because he'd been playing out of his mind. And then like, mm-hmm. that's not his fault. It's no one's fault. It's just mm-hmm. chaos. It's just randomness. 
Yeah, that's like he, a textbook, like the score sheet doesn't tell the story kind of goal. Yeah, and then he had that falling off the cliff style save attempt, just like mm-hmm. I'm going to th- open my arms and throw myself in <laughs> front of that and just pray that I've created enough surface area, which no, you won't. You almost not- did, because I, I'll tell you this, when the puck came out, it's one of the, it's like a too good to be true moment. I'm like, he doesn't actually get this. Like, you know, it's bad. My first thought was no sick probably misses that because <laughs> he did for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the kind of opportunities he was, he was getting, but I, I, I mean, I saw it was pasta. missing one of the balcony. Like I saw it was pasta and I still thought like, he, he I don't know it, that's those don't happen. Like those opportunities come, but like it doesn't happen. Like Hellbuck's gonna get back and throw himself, like you said, and like just a meat puppet and get it get in the way. No, no, that's a that's an empty net goal that I for sure don't hit. You know, like there, we, there's there's goals where like you know, like people love to say like, I could have got that one. That's an empty net goal that I I could not have gotten. That's seeing he- seeing Hellbuck coming back like that. He didn't even just like mindlessly shoot at net. Like he shot it away from where Hellbuck was because Hellbuck was coming around the left side. Um, mm. well, relative to Pasta to the right side, and Pasta shot it left. Yeah. Like there was like it wasn't just like, oh, full open net. He was like, I'm gonna make this as difficult for you as possible. I'd like to see like a slow-mo that like just see like how close he actually was. Cause I think it's closer than people would think. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, that's an easy one to kind of just gloss over because, like, oh, we went in, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I want to see exactly how close this was. I want to see, like, a, a good replay here. Am I remember? No, it's pretty close. No. Yeah? It's pretty close. He's, I mean, he's, his he has a skate in the crease before, like, Pasta tees it up. Okay. But the thing is, okay, I didn't realize this. The way he throws himself at the puck, he throws his blocker hand open. Ooh, the Tuka move. That's, yeah, I mean, that's that's reckless. That's a guy who gives a shit about stopping the puck. I mean, yeah, talk about desperation. Like, you're just... Save it, brother. Save it for, for May. Save it for June. I thought he meant save the puck. I'm like, he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, maybe don't shatter your hand right now. Wait I'll never bit. forget the time Tuka did that against Buffalo. Made the oh, like the palm save with a blocker hand. That guy sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, dude, just fast forwarding here, just just to just to bring him up because we're going to be talking about this fella quite a bit on this show. Um. This guy, he plays for the Bruins. Where's number 74? Uh, Can you be more specific? Jake, I'm going to need help with this. Dabrinsky. Debrusk? I have no clue. I have no idea. These Swedes are (laughs) just making up names at this point. Oh, and their own certificates on Ellis Island or wherever. Uh, I love Jake, dude. I love Jake. Dabrusk? I love Jake. Yeah, you had good things to say about him tonight. Yeah. He, oh, I you mean, you do most nights, as do I. I've I've fallen in love with Jake this season. Like I always liked Jake. I thought he was fun. And like, you know, obviously like us being introduced like to him via Louie and like that clip of his first goal and, and Louie shedding a tear and like 
that was cool. And then there was this like falling out of grace period where like Jake doesn't want to be here. And I don't think anybody was mad about it. I remember seeing this graphic that was like, who's the most hated player in Boston right now? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Kyrie Irving? Or is it Jake DeBrusque? And I was like, that's not a conversation. That's not close. Like, Jake, I don't think anyone hated him. Everyone was just kind of let down. Like, why don't you want to be here, man? We love you. Also, people in Boston and whole don't know the Bruins as well as they know, uh, like, football. Well, so do people, like, hate Brady still? Is that still is that the temperature? I think, I think it's pretty 50-50. I think it depends how um, smooth your brain is. <laughs> Very. Yeah, then, yeah, then, yes, there's the smooth brain folks are, are upset you. at him. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I, mean, I don't Jake, I don't remember. And, I never hated Jake. It was actually, you know what? Mm -hmm. uh, I remember I think it was the first game after he requested the trade um, when mm -hmm. he was playing at the garden. He got booed. It's tough. It's yeah. Tough. And like the response online was basically like, guys, what the fuck? There would a, be one of those moments where I'm like, I get it. I'm not going to partake if I get it. Yeah, there's a really uh, notable discrepancy between the fans that you typically will encounter at the Garden and then, like, the online Bruins fans, like, Twitter Bruins fans. Mm -hmm. Not the same group. Like, they're not. Like, I think it might be an age difference kind of thing, but I found that people at the Garden are a bit, I want to say harsher. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I guess that's what I mean. Like, a bit... Is crass. it fair to say they're a little more disconnected? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's fair. Because they'll say things that are just rooted in nothing. That mm -hmm. like you 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 reference one stat and that argument's out the window. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, what like where did you just have this gut feeling like two years ago and you never questioned it and you just run with it ever since? It's like it's this is a bad example because this was online, but it was kind of like that guy being like, No six sucks, they should trade him. What are you mm -hmm. talking about? Like, yeah, you do not want to trade Nosik. Like, if Nosik gets traded, this team, I'm not going to say they fall apart, but like, there will be a notable a drop. Hole. Yeah, that's a huge hole to lose. It's like I winning that many face offs, playing that much time on the PK. Like, he's quietly like one of the guys I'm most afraid of getting injured. I think he, uh, yeah, I think he also makes $60. Which I don't know if you know this, but the Bruins are trying. Uh, they're they're kind of spending every last cent that the the league will allow them to. Yeah, they're really so, scraping it, like yeah. nose against the ceiling, no shake against the ceiling. Nice. So good luck, good luck. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what that is. I think it's just, I don't know, fucking corporate tickets yeah. getting handed out or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I. I say I derailed your train of thought. Also, <coughs> I love Jake. Is that it? Is yeah. That what I was uh, well, I think we we're going to that second goal. Yeah. No, we can just keep talking. Oh, I I fell in love with Jake this year. It's like I and you know because there was a gap. There was a point where I was like, all right, man, if you want out of here, then you know if you love something, let it free. Go ahead. Go on. Get, Get out of here. I don't love you anymore. It's just the end of Harry and the Hendersons. That's it. I I think I told you this at the time, but I got it. I got a tip last year that uh, Jake believed he was on his way out of town. What do you mean? Believed he was? 
Like um, he was about to get traded. I know one of the. Yeah, I can't, okay. Yeah, I almost. <laughs> um, Jake went into a, a place where I know a guy who like works there, and he said like. What's that's the timestamp on this? I'll just bleep this out. I okay. I know one of the. Jake believed he was out of town. Interesting. So um, I believed that too. And I heard that. And he's here. And my God, dude, him, him playing on the line that he's playing on. I mean, he looks like a fucking all-star. He is so goddamn good. He is clicking with them. Like, he is parking himself in the dirty areas, dude. I said this on the show a couple weeks ago that every time I see a tipped goal, I assume it's Jake DeBrusque. And mm-hmm. I never really knew why I thought that. And now it just seems to be coming true. He gets this beautifully tipped goal. It's, it's like he's practicing them, first of all, because, I mean, a lot of guys do. It's not like a, a crazy thing. I, I said mm-hmm. it like, it's weird. It's like he's practicing. <laughs> but um, it it's it was just such a beautifully, like, beautifully angled tip that like it just couldn't have been an accident he's i'm just so in love with jake now man i just what's interesting about that what's interesting to me about that tip goal is that in the jets game when he scored the that deflection yeah it was tonight against the devils he reversed it and he was the one who took the shot Mm -hmm. but it was the same fucking thing it was the exact same goal I mean, it was he's, like he was on both ends of he's it. just clicking with the guys, dude. The he's chemistry 20, is through the roof on that top line. He's got 26 points in 33 games. That's I, I think he good. might break his uh, point total record. I believe that. I'm trying Isn't to it 41. Uh, it is 43, 40. Yeah, 43, 43. Yeah, 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, he's yeah. got. I was joking when I said it because I thought it was lower than it is. I thought it was like in the 30s, but then he has yeah. 49 games to get 17 more points. I think he does it. He absolutely does it. Yeah, that's just my hot take. I think I'll tell, come like March, it is going to be a constant influx of articles about different Bruins players breaking their season records. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, which. Not a bad time to say congratulations (laughs) to one Mr. David Pasternak. Yeah, that's an I didn't. So Pasternak has now tied. Was it tied? I think he has tied. He is tied with goals with Bobby Orr. 264 career goals as a Bruin. Which you were like, that happened fast. And I was like, Pasternak's been playing in Boston (laughs) for eight years. Which you forget about sometimes. Like, and I say I, you as I like all of us. Like, I think he's 21. I think he's 21. Yeah, I feel like he, he came here three years ago. Like that it's it's wild to me to realize how long he's been in Boston. <sighs> when you said he's been here for eight years, I was like, Robert, you dumb? He's younger than me. He's how could f- he play for eight years? That doesn't make sense. And then I had a quick moment where I remembered I'm not 24. And uh, I'm 27, and I I really had a moment where I was like, I did I lose three years of my life? What happened? Uh, anyway, that that's more for me. That's more for me. I can deal with that on my own. I don't need to be bringing that up here. I'm projecting. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, David he's played... I mean, I thought that 
I thought that happened quick. It certainly did not. That's absolutely the amount of time that that uh, I mean, someone does that, that someone does something like that, uh, especially a, a goal scorer of his caliber. Uh, Bobby Orr played what? 11 seasons. Yeah. Shorter than you might think. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Ulf Samuelson, dude. Fuck him. Fuck him. Well, he ended Neely's career. Hmm? He ended Neely's career. Yeah, I was was thinking of the wrong bastard, dude. Ulf Samuelson ended Neely's career. Mm -hmm. Who is it that hurt? Savard. That hurt Orr. No. Uh, Ooh, was it one guy? I thought he just had really shitty knees. I'm pretty sure he had a major knee injury. Oh, I'm a bad Bruins fan. I don't think I know that. Every single year... (laughs) <laughs> that he was in bot. Oh my god! Okay, can we just suck Bobby Orr's cock for a sec? Just a touch. Just can we just poke it a little bit? <laughs> Every year, except for his final year, in which he only played ten games. We're just talking about his years with the Bruins, not his final Weird Chicago years. Yeah, his like disjointed years. He was there for two seasons, but there was a gap season in between, and he total played twenty six games. So that's not enough to count. No. So in his time in Boston, again, aside from his last season where he played 10 games, all-star every single year. Norris every single year except his rookie (laughs) year. And then uh, won the Smythe, the Conn Smythe twice, won the Art Ross, won the, the Hart three times. I mean, Rob, he won the Norris one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times in a row. So you're saying he's good as a <clears throat> and as a rookie when he won Rookie of the Year, he was third in Norris voting, and then just first every year after that. What is up with that? He had a year he took 413 shots. <laughs> That's one of my time machine answers. Like I wish I could go back to the Boston Garden and watch Bobby Orr play. There were three years. What? There were three years he shot over 10%. He shot 12% one year. I mean, that's that's about right. That's not a crazy... I mean, for a defenseman, that's high. But for like, a defense, yeah. I mean, 12% is... We're getting up there. Yeah. Well, Pasternak, shoot, it's career-wise, shoots at 14. No, he does not. Yeah. Dude, that's not that high. Am I? Am I? Yeah, that's not that crazy. There was... Like, yeah, no, drugs. I mean, let's look at McDavid's. McDaddy. Career in McDavid's career, he's shooting 15.5%. There's a year already has McDavid already has 762 points. There's a year that Pasta shot 17.2%. I mean, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. Anyway, Bobby Orr is pretty good. And David Pasternak has as many down. goals as he did. He sure does. Um, what is it? 264. What? 264. Wait. You're the one who said it. This is not as a Bruin. Was it just is total? Just... I mean, that's still fair. Hmm? 
I think that's still a fair comparison. I mean, there's no... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really getting in the weeds with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... Most goals in NHL history. Is he 10th period? Bobby Orr? No, definitely no. not. No, not, not a fucking chance. No, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, what third, is this? Third is 800. There's no way that 10th is 264. Yeah, no, 10th is 692. So what the fuck does this graphic mean? Because Bobby Orr did not score 264 as a Bruin. I he scored. You. Oh, yeah, I did. 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 <laughs> but we're learning so much. There's somebody listening to this just gripping their steering wheel, losing their fucking mind. At us yeah, right it's going to be me when I listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> Cutting out all this. Cut out the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, they uploaded a 17 minute episode. <laughs> it's not one coherent sentence. Uh, anyway, Jake. Anywho, um, yeah, Jake. Jake DeBrus scored that great goal. The boys came back. The boys Lin- came back against Winnipeg. Lynn Home with the point on that, too. On the DeBrus goal, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, a, I think he's a plus 27 right now. Hampus Lynn Home. Keep it right there. It's 25 or 27. I think, I don't think, I, I saw plus 25, but I don't think they included tonight, and he was a plus two tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of points, bro, Fliggy got dose in that Jets game. Uh, they also they interviewed Fliggy in that game between periods. Yeah, talked about this. He, I texted you and I said, "What are the odds that Nick Felino gets into media after his playing days?" And I mean, it he it's one of those. Guys that is going to get pressured by fans like crazy to do it because he's so comfortable. He he's such a locker room guy that like he's going to be able to give the ins and outs of what's going on in rooms. And um, it's always those grinder guys who really have to work their ass off to make it. That I think are like the best analysts. I think like him and Biz would play off each other well. Him and Biz would have a good time. Difference is, uh, Fliggy's a good hockey player. <laughs> yeah, so, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's like the huge difference there. And it's, that's like kind of not even a dig at Biz. Like, it's not like yeah. unfounded, I should say. Like, that's. I mean, I would say that's a Biz's face, and he would probably agree. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, good night, Jim Kite. I mean, it, it's just weird that, that, that the TNT. Uh, the TNT Broadcast has room. Wayne Gretzky and Paul Bizonet. <laughs> yeah, get the bookends. <laughs> the- it's like maybe we could use Nick Felino would be a perfect middle ground. Like he yeah, was a star, and captain. then in, yeah, and like he he was like the face of a of a lower end franchise, and then in his later years he became a more physical player. He had to grind his way. He had some battles to overcome. Became a big locker room guy. And was on the greatest NHL team of the modern era and won the cup in 2023. Oh, why would you say that? Oh, yeah, we've covered this. It's gonna happen. We've covered this. You're not superstitious. No, it's gonna honestly happen. neither am I. What am I freaking out about? Uh <laughs> you mentioning his his tenure in Columbus reminded me there was a post in the hockey subreddit being like, What team can you just like not give a shit about? Mm-hmm. And three of the top five responses were Columbus. 
Yeah. Including the very top one. It's like, I don't care about Columbus in the slightest, like just such a boring team for a long time for me. It was Calgary. I don't I, know what I, that anybody was. way out West. I'm like, we'll see you twice a year beyond that. I don't, I don't really care. Calgary. Yeah. It's just so isolated. It's like, if you look at a map yeah. of the teams, like nobody's like Winnipeg, I guess, but even like before they were there, it's like, they just had nothing going on. Yeah, imagine like playing in Calgary. I guess Edmonton, but like that's there's so much history in Edmonton. The battle I feel for like Alberta cool. was not a thing for so long. Like, I don't know. It's like when both teams, when teams are in you know 26th and 29th place in the league, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna tune in for the battle of Alberta. The battle of the bottom. Like, yeah, who cares? No one. No one. So I don't know. Uh, but Columbus, we're Bruins Columbus fans. We don't know what that's like. Columbus does suck. We it's know only suck. caviar. Uh oh, oh, do quick little quick little trivia question. Oh, yes, hit me. Um the only Hall of Famer. I gotta actually look it up <laughs> because I'm the only Hall of Famer to ever play for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh wow. Uh I'm gonna I know them, right? Like I know this player. Yes. You didn't say that with a lot of conviction. No, I, I said that because I'm struggling to find the answer, and I it's okay. between two guys, and I know who I know it's one of them. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I could take I. It would be wild guesses. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the jackets because I don't care yeah, so about this is Ohio. A guy that I was like, you played there. Was he like there his whole career? Or was he just he made a pit stop? I think it was like the last year of his career. No, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> but he's the Hall of Famer who played for the Columbus Blue Jackets. People do forget that. Including me. And you. And me. How about the Bruins going 20 straight games without losing at home? That's too long, huh? No, I like it. I think it works. Think they should keep doing it? Probably. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They don't play at the Garden again until the twelfth, dude. Did you hear that whole thing about their travel situation they got going on? Was that the thing Jack was talking about? He just yeah, like he, Jack he a... knows every team's flight schedule, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, it was no, it was. I actually made a note of it because it was. He started talking about it right when Wood went on that breakaway, and he was like, "We'll pick this up later." And he's yep. like, the Bruins are the only team who fly on the 27th and then again the next day. I'm like, how yeah. many people did you have to check in with to confirm this stat? Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I got it. Okay. I, Sorry. I, I don't even have a fucking guess. Like, it was, it was neither of the two Russians that I was thinking it was. Good. It was a third one. <laughs> he did somehow play 185 games with the Columbus Blue Jackets, which is Better just mind blowing. He is a, a Detroit Red Wing first and foremost. Yeah, was he from like the the Soviet Red Wing era? Sergey Fedorov. Oh shit, I was right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I should have said I mean, that. Yeah, more, it's like the yeah gumption. It's Sergey Fedorov. I thought I thought it was not him. For a he moment, there was 185 like, games in Columbus. 185 games in Columbus. He's the only Columbus Blue that. Jacket to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm amazed they even existed when he played. 
That's honestly why I'm tripped up right now. Like, he played up until 09, and I'm still like, I feel like they could have they could have started the Blue Jackets in 2012. That's just, so fucking weird. I was just about to say, I think the Blue Jackets in my head started in 2012. Like, There's no reason. Is for this like to... an Mandela effect? Have, did they actually just start 10 years ago and we just been brainwashed? Nothing well, no, I mean, I think it's weird. Like before I even recognized the Columbus Blue Jackets in my mind, I recognized Rick Nash in my mind. I was like, okay, um, they big dick Rick. He's like, even With if one the, of... the team doesn't exist, Nash, Nash exists. He scored one of the greatest goals in the history of the NHL, as far as I'm concerned. He scored concerned. a lot of them. He scored like a lot that of them. double, about, like, like the crazy one. Oh, yeah. He just does the same deke three times in a row. He does the same deke yeah. three times in like two and a half seconds on three different people. And it's outrageous. Like, he's so good. He was so good, dude. So, like, the, it is kind of cool if you're a Columbus fan that you went from Nash, like, right into Felino. Mm. And now you have what? No one. Good. I'm um, Goudreau and Liney. Liney is a weird looking guy. He looks like an actual Viking. Uh, no, I don't. I no? disagree with that. That I don't think. Like, I think I that's mean, like, not conjuring the right image. He looks like. He's just an ugly man. Like that's it. Like that's he's just the mustache is not doing him any favors. Like I just think he's a weird looking guy. Incredibly, yeah. he looks terrifying. He's a fin. Oh my god. Yeah, he is scary looking. But he's um, just so like blushed and like oh my god. Looks hydrated. He looks like he would be like the antagonist in a horror movie. Like. Yeah, he'd be the guy that, like, right away, you're like, are they trying to convince me this guy's not evil? Yeah. And then he turns out to be evil, and you're like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, what a talent. I remember it was him and Matthews came in at the same time, and it was kind of like the McDavid Eichel of that year, where it's like, who's going to be the better one? And it's like, Lana is an an amazing hockey player, Mm -hmm. but it's Matthews. Matthews is undeniably the better between the two of them, I think, or at least better goal scorer i don't think yeah i don't think it's a conversation i think it's not anymore i think line is a very good player i think he's an all-star like a perennial all-star i don't yeah. think that he just is and i don't think he touches austin matthews i mean yeah one game in matthews is like i have four goals already like, i'm better <laughs> in case you were curious quick update i'm better um, um but to anyway our anyway yeah. the felino 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 to bring it all back there yeah I love that Felino got that goal. Mm. And that was a good goal. Like, that wasn't, like, a weird bounce of the first one. That wasn't, like, it's a, a good deflection. But, like, that was, like, straight beating Hellebuck. Like, Hellebuck saw that. Like, he just missed it. He, he was late on it. Yeah. Great I mean, play from Coyle to set that up, too. And Freddie to keep it in. <laughs> Dude, I, I was just happy for him. Just to have, like, a clean look. I'm like... Like a goal scorer's goal for Felino because, like we mentioned a little bit earlier, dude, like his career path has changed. Like he went from being that guy to being a bit of a grinder. And especially last year, I mean, he had a lot of struggles. Yes. So for him to just get like a pure goal scorer's goal, just you can't help but like stand up and be like, fuck yes, dude. Yes. And a goal that took the lead for the first time in a game after you just came back from two nothing. 
Yeah, he was like, that's up. like, it's like someone's going to be the hero. And it's like, I love that it was Nick because he too. deserves it. Like he deserves to have that kind of moment. I just like to watch him have fun. <laughs> there's no He's other way to say it. There's definitely with those guys that there's a little extra oomph in the locker room when he's the guy doing that. I think there's a big oomph. I think there's a big, I think he carries a lot of the locker room. That's probably the really biggest do. oomph out of all of them. Because mm-hmm. like everyone else, it's either like fluky or you just full on expect it. Like Bergeron's so clutch that that's just the kind of shit he does. But I don't think any other player on the team gets the same reaction from scoring that goal that Felino does. Yeah, I think like him and Jake are probably in the same boat. Yeah. Of like, but I mean, now that Jake's like, you know, he's kind of in that, like, he's got some help there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's not doing it on his own. But yeah, uh, huge one for the boys. Like you said, I didn't have too much faith either, dude. So them coming back there really just shows that like this team is capable of doing that too. Like, there weren't a lot of instances early on in the season where they had to do that. They just they weren't coming back because they were never fucking down. They've been doing it a way too much recently. Like it's becoming a problem. Like they keep finding a way to win, and at the end of the day, that's really what matters. But like, if we want to be fans and then you know podcasters about it, and we want to like find negatives to like call them out on, like the fact that they're just very consistently letting up the first goal, if not the first like two or sometimes three goals, mm-hmm. like really consistently. Like you gotta fucking squash that like early. Like now, pre-playoffs, my mind just keeps going to like, you don't get away with that repeatedly in a seven-game series. You just don't. No, no, you really don't. But I think if there was ever a team, Rob. I know. There was ever a team. Team. It's that one. Yeah. The Boston Bruins. Uh, They played in New Jersey. Tonight, last night, if you're listening to this, Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas Eve, uh, hey, Friday night. Christmas Eve. Barely <laughs> Christmas time. Uh, hey, that was good. I like that. I liked, I liked um, that. You thought it was good? No. Tough camera angle in New Jersey, no? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I texted you, and then you, I texted you that, and then you sent back a screenshot of your notes where your first and only note was tough angle in New Jersey, and at the top was the notification of me texting you being like, this camera angle sucks. I had just finished typing the last word and like looked up to see the notification that, yeah, that you had texted me like almost word for word the exact same thing. I'm going to lobby for camera angle regulations because this <laughs> is stupid. You get used to it. Jersey's is really not that bad. It's not Florida. I will never excuse Florida's because it's atrocious. And, like, j- hampers my enjoyment of the game, like, not insignificantly. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, just, like, get a fucking higher camera angle. Put it on the it's ladder. I don't give a shit. I'm like, It's a full-size arena, you know? Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, I understand, like, I mean, every arena is different, but, like, it's got to be a better place for that. Come it's got to be a better place for it. I don't know. Excuse me, but. You're excused. Fucking sucks. Um, you ever been to the Prudential Center? No, actually, I I am kind of perplexed by people who are like, yeah, you know, it's cheaper to uh, buy tickets at the Prudential Center and just drive to New Jersey. I'm like, I would never in my life am I going to do that. Never (laughs) will I go to voluntarily go to New Jersey. One. No. 
and you're like, oh, it's cheaper. Be like, your time is worth something. Like your so yeah, you're saying your time, the gas, and the parking are all cheaper than going to the garden. No, I don't believe <laughs> that. Like no, like it's and like most of when I heard this was like five ten years ago when you could still get tickets for like sixty bucks on yeah. like most nights. That is, I don't know if a few listeners have been checking in with those TD Garden prices, but that is not the fucking case right now. No. Oh, reminder: yeah. go and retweet and follow the uh, the Twitter the account. Tweet. We yes, we're doing a giveaway: the Seattle Kraken game, January twelfth. We will be picking it, picking the winner after the holidays. So you still have time. Tell your family, tell other people in your family, so if they win it, they can give it to you. I mean, it's like basically a $400 giveaway now. It genuinely is. Like the, yeah. those tickets are going, I think, around 150 200 each. Yeah. The so, Toronto game, they're go, they're averaging like 250 to 300 in the balcony before fees. That's crazy. That's Maybe that's why the fans that are there are different than the people who are online. Just a thought. I know because it's the other way around. When I said the people, no, that this will be kind of different going forward because of how expensive they are. But when I say people there, Mm-hmm. they're like uh i don't know like i they're just there's just like something about like the echo chamber bubble of social media that everyone's a bit more i don't want to say progressive but like i don't know maybe that is the word i'm looking for and then you go educated to a game or, on it and like like sit with it yeah sit yeah with it. something there's, there's more something. of a discussion there there's more of a back and forth like yeah and like I don't know. I don't want to make generalizations about like income, but <laughs> if you're if you're ooh, ooh. I'm going to, I guess. I just said I wasn't going to, but I'm now trying to navigate what it is I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is like by jacking the ticket prices up, or when the ticket prices go up, you don't necessarily get people who care more, you know, to pay more to come yeah, in. You just get a not. crowd who can afford to be there. And that's not necessarily the people who care the most. It's just the people who have the biggest wallet. So yeah, I mean that's it's kind of um, the loge versus the balcony in a way. For a lot of reasons, I prefer sitting in the balcony. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest reasons is the people are more into the game. They're more energetic. They're a bit more vulgar. Like they're mm-hmm. drunker. There's usually less kids. No, that's a, you hate being around kids. You bring it up every episode. Terrible. No, they're fine. Uh, You're like, I love Tuesdays. There's no kids. There's like, I, I, there's never been any game where like a kid near me. Then I was just like, well, I can't yell now. Like I yelled dumb shit during the game. I'm not like wild about it, but like, I mean, it's half the fun. Like I love hearing like like a section over someone just screaming something stupid in the middle of like a lull. Like it's always it always gets a good laugh, mm-hmm. and I have like. 10 different phrases that I use most games. My favorite is whenever there's a brawl as I yell, give him a kiss like that. That's a really, that's a hit or miss one for people. It's a head turner. Yeah. That's that's what you go for. Like that or snap his femur, which is just a bench warmers <laughs> reference. But those are my two. It's just either kiss him or snap his femur. <laughs> and like often used yeah, within seconds of each other. Yeah. But yeah, but the balcony versus Lowe's thing, it's just like the Lowe's crowd is like the people who can afford to pay Lowe's prices and they're like a bit more, I don't say pearl clutching, but like dignified or just like not as rambunctious. That's not even it. It's not even that they're like hoity toity. It's just that the balcony is like, yeah, like I scraped together 60 bucks to come see this Tuesday night 
like flames game like yeah i don't give a shit like, yeah. let's get drunk like that's my crowd 100 percent. that's my crowd I, I wish that the balcony had like different concession prices than <laughs> the loge that'd be fun yeah i wish they were like you're in the balcony so like beers are three bucks three dollar beers at the garden people would start dying like there'd it's be so nickel many fights. shot night <laughs> i think we're gonna rafters. die if we go to nickel shot night <laughs> i mean think about it though think think about we talked about beat the clock on our last episode the, the old uh college bar that we would go to that had 75 cent beers imagine a beat the clock but it was like based on the Bruins game clock. There's a, a, a restaurant I used to work at, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they do this promotion anymore, but it was like every time the Bruins scored, they would take like a dollar off burgers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like every time they scored, they would raffle off like a $20 gift card to the people okay. sitting at the bar. And I would be at the game or be at the bar during games. And there's only like four people sitting at the bar. <laughs> And I would just keep winning gift cards because they're like, yeah, you're close enough. <laughs> and then it would be like they put up five. So I'd spend like three bucks on like a gourmet cheeseburger. To still, but wait, just imagine that. But with you're still spending on top of $25. Hmm? Did I do that math right? What? Yours. How much was this cheeseburger? Face value. I don't remember. You're talking about a $30 I'm a, burger? I'm ex- no, 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 no. I'm I'm not taking into account the gift card. Okay, okay. I was gonna say if you're talking I about say, 30, I did say gourmet burger, cheeseburger. You did. But anywho. Anyway, but yeah, beat anyway, the clock this is another comeback game. This is another yeah. comeback game. They they were down, <laughs> they were down, they were down, they were down early. Dougie Hamilton's on this team. How about that? <laughs> That's always something to remember, something to think about. Dougie has more points than DeBrus does. Think about that. Have you thought about how Dougie can kiss my fucking ass? Have you thought about that? Here and there. I try not to, but it creeps in. Yeah, it's something to think about. He can kiss my ass. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, where's your temperature at with Dougie Hamilton? I don't like his face. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know all of the details on, you know, his departure from Boston. I just remember um, being weird. Like it was like he seemingly out of nowhere was just like, I don't want to be here anymore. And we were like, you're our golden child. Like you're Char's replacement. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. I don't know all the details of like why, but I do know that that happened. I don't know what that's all about. Um, he's so- a weird guy. It's like a very sick, like kind of secluded Seems ugly, dude. He also seems different every time I look at him. That's my first thought. He seems, I like, I like saying seems there, not like he is ugly. I think he kind of seems ugly. He has the appearance of being ugly. <laughs> I'm not saying he is. He just looks as though he doesn't look good. I'm saying strictly visually, ugly looking. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying based off of what his face looks like, his face doesn't look good. I'm not saying, I'm saying he's only ugly. I'm that's not you're not listening. Right? I don't know if he is ugly. I don't know. All I'm saying is from what I've seen, I think he looks bad. Not great. Uh, 
And I think that's just, I don't know. Yeah. That just, just sways my opinion of him. Olmark's my opinion of him. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Not really. Jack, Jack Hughes scored first. <laughs> How about that? Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. A piece of toast. Jack Hughes from Dougie Hamilton. Jack, um, Jack Hughes is really fucking good. Like another yeah. one of those guys that like I'm not all that upset when they score. Not thrilled. Like I let out an involuntary. God damn it! Every time the Bruins are scored against, and that definitely happened on this goal. But I mean, that's a hard one. To, I mean, that was just. I mean, okay. So let's talk about where it came from. That grizzly yeah. boarding call. Mm-hmm. Not a great hit. You're kind of weird. Not to me, like a textbook shitty board. The way that, like, there was like mo- more contact before it than usual. And McLeod is a big fucking boy, so it was like kind of surprising to me that Mc- like Grizz like angled him the way that he did, like how successful. Fucking moved him. Yeah, I think there might have been a lost edge or something involved. Oh, this is Michael McLeod. I was thinking of the other McLeod. <laughs> Sorry, this what? Michael McLeod six two one ninety. But Grizz is like what, like five ten? I would, I would guess we're on there five eleven, six eight. <laughs> He's in How that many range. Feet? How many feet is he? He's five nine. I don't. We have such wow. small defensemen. Uh, which is proving to be a little bit of a problem, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been a bit. Yeah, of but issue. so Grizz boards McLeod. I thought very, it was ugly. Very, I'll say I thought it was definitive. ugly. Yeah, that's no, that's not a good hit. That's that is a perfect example of like that's a two minute board. That is definitely boarding. Doesn't mm-hmm. that didn't require a fight? That didn't require a major. I didn't. I got worried. I got worried for a sec when he didn't get up quick because he, he stayed down when his face went off the dasher. I was a little. I was a little worried either that he was gashed open or like, is he not moving right now? Is he like, did he knock him out? Cause the way his legs spread when he went down made me a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's always kind of horrifying. Yeah. It's amazing that more people don't get seriously injured from plays like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, you're right. It's a two minute board, but it's also like there, there were two plays. There's another one uh, late in the game. There was like an ugly board. That didn't get called. It was Krejci, right? It was Krejci. Yeah, which is very unlike Krejci. Which was even to more hit somebody. <laughs> I'm getting frustrated with him. I know you are. I know he's so, he's so amazing at like two things, and it makes Passing. me so mad that he's not good at other things. Yeah. He's so smart and he's so talented, and he just. He dumped all of his stats in IQ and passing. That was kind of what it is. Although he's got a great slap shot and he was just using it a lot and then stopped for some reason. He has entirely deleted it from his catalog. What is that? I don't know. Whatever. Eh. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, Gri- so Grizz good. boards McLeod. Jersey goes on the power play. Scores immediately. Like three seconds in, I think. I'm just a wrister from Hughes that just gets by Olmark and just seeing eye puck, good shot. That's it. Just happens. Uh, just happens. Yeah, it's like one of those like a karmic kind of goal where like yeah, your guy got fucking planted. Have a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so not, not 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 how you want it to go. And I was like, that was like what seven, nearly seventeen minutes into the game. Mm-hmm. So like it it had been underway. Yeah, but I mean. 
dude, the the bees had didn't get a shot on net till almost seven minutes into this game. Like, even though it took them seventeen minutes to score, like the Devils came out running that game. Yeah, uh, what I gathered from both this Jets game and this Devils game is that I understand why they're doing as well as they both are. A hundred percent. Like, Jets, I... yeah, like that's a hard fucking team to beat with Hellebuck on that. And just they're stacked. And then the Devils were like so energetic. They, like, they play with so much zip. energy. They play with such zip. It's like the lightning. They play like the lightning where they yes, don't let you breathe. A good comp. They don't let you breathe. They're just constantly on you, constantly moving, constantly breaking the puck out. It's like, God damn it. Like, I would say another great comp of this Devils team. The Boston Bruins, because I felt like early on, I was like, this is what it must feel like to be play us. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah, they were I think running that really was the first the time I saw that like a team do that to us. Yeah, they're to a lesser degree. So that uh, they were running around the Bruins in the first period for like a good part of it. And it reminded me of like the second half of the Jets game where the Bruins were just in globetrotter mode. Where it was just like it was like multiple forty-five second like ozone extensions, like so like the Devils didn't quite do that, but like they were probably the better team in the first period, which is like what happens all the time with the Bruins is they're not the best team in the first period, and like when they interviewed Nick, he was like, "Yeah, well, I mean, like we're down too, but like you know, like we'd still played a good period. They just jumped on our mistakes and." We're trust the system, move forward, keep doing what you're doing. And they do that every game. And then they more or less win every game. So they're doing something right. I love this team. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> they're so fucking good. I, I've never been accustomed to so much winning. Cause like I have grown a little bit accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, not until like I read other like publications that don't come from Boston about the Bruins. I'm like, yeah, we really are just kind of slapping around the league right now. Like this is pretty wild. Like when you're like the best team in the modern hockey era, like if this stays even kind of on pace, like that is true. It's not, no, it is. It's not even like this has been the most fun team for us to watch, or like one of the best Bruins teams in recent history. It's like this is the best team the NHL has seen in like 15, 20 years. And it's crazy to say that because like the Lightning looked like they were just going to be that forever. Well, they had like that 2019 se- 18, 19 season where they were just untouchable. They ended like what? They had like 120 points, I think, something else. Mm-hmm. And like- then it was like, okay, next year. And then they came back and won the cup. Yep. And then after that, it was like, okay, what are you guys running back? Are oh, the same, the same crew? Okay. Yeah, we changed nothing. Like, yeah, you guys want to just want to keep everyone, huh? Yep. Keeping headman, you keep, okay. All right. Yeah. But no, the, the Bruins, like, this is both the Jets and the Devils games in the way that they were both comebacks. Just like evidence of like how resilient the Bruins are and just how fucking annoying it must be to play against them. Cause you, you, you got like 25 minutes to score as many goals as you can against Boston. And then it's like, you're you're probably not done, but like, okay, now it's their turn. Mm -hmm. Like the Bruins put up four goals in the second period in the span of like 14 minutes, starting with the Bergeron goal, that deflection from DeBrusque, the one that we mentioned earlier. It's Mm -hmm. like where DeBrusque shot at low, and like Bergeron basically had to stick on the ice and it just deflected up into the net. 
You're mm. not stopping that. That's you don't you don't like once that happens, like you don't make that save. Like that doesn't happen. No. Um our good friend David Posternock uh scores that goal like a minute later. Yeah, minute twenty two. Um I want to talk about not him. And not the guy who f- dished him the puck, but the guy who dished him the puck. Zaka? Because his name is Pavel Zaka. Do you know why I'm right. bringing him up? Because he came from the Devils? Came from the Devils. And today, during this game, the Prudential Center played a Pavel Zaka tribute video. <laughs> Somewhere, Andrew Raycroft is seething. Did he play there for that and long? What? No. How long did no, he play he in New did Jersey? Not. <laughs> Let me look it up because he didn't. There's no way. One, two, also, three, four, five. Love- six. He played seven seasons with them. Okay. That's not bad. Seven, he played like 380 games with them. 180 points. That's okay. He was a minus. He wasn't great. I remember when he came to Boston, people were like, this is an example of like, probably just a change of scenery alone will be enough for this guy to get good again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Pavel Zaka you have seen him be here is pretty much exactly, if not a little bit better than the Pavel Zaka that he was in New Jersey. And that's the guy they were like, yeah, we're going to need a video. <laughs> we're going to need to call up the media team. And I'm sure they had to really had to like dig at the bottom of the barrel for footage for it. Like all the footage, dude, I'm watching it. Half of the footage. First of all, they're including like a couple of Bruins clips. It's like, I don't need that's not like that's not cool. Yeah. Um, it's like that feels like oddly targeted for no fucking reason. But uh, like half of these clips are like off the ice stuff. Oh, they tend to be like they love to highlight that shit. Like, and he wasn't just good on the ice; he was good. They also did this fundraiser, and he was there. Remember that time that they brought like fifty cameras to like them buying clothes at Target for someone? Wow, damn. I'm hey. a little cynical about shit like that because it's just like it's oh, yeah. great that they do it, but like, can you fucking like tone down a little bit on like the PR aspect of it? Like, mm-hmm. it's like we know that's really why you're doing it. Like, let's be honest, but like, mm-hmm. let me forget it. Like, let me kind of forget that that's why you're doing that. It's like it would feel so much better to just have like someone with their phone, just like take some videos, put them on Twitter, put them on Instagram, make an Instagram reel. Yeah. Like, well, it's like the kind of shit that you find out years after the fact that Bergeron did. You know, like, he's like, yeah, well, this, I didn't do it for the attention. I did it because it was the right thing to do. Everybody should be like Patrice Bergeron. There would be no wars. <laughs> Beers would cost $3 in the balcony at the garden. Pavel Zaka would get a tribute video every night, even <laughs> if he didn't play at the arena before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that being part of like the wherever the Bruins go. <laughs> it's a Zaka gets a tribute. Like, hey, you know how we kick the shit out of everybody? 
Well, before we go out there and kick the, kick the absolute shit out of you, here at um, Evergreen Eversource Arena in Seattle or wherever we, we are. Uh, it's Climate Pledge Arena. Thank you. Yeah, the Evergreens. <laughs> uh, Evergreen Energy Arena. You are going to play a Pavel Zaka tribute video we don't it's have just like his made. most recent highlights it's we don't have that and hands him a usb stick yes you do now you do you can keep that i've got yeah pulls out a keychain of a like metal bucket filled with <laughs> USB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a home depot bucket full weirdly of rusty <laughs> for what it's carrying <laughs> i thought you, when you first brought this up i was like did i miss that zaka had like a wild assist on this goal and it's like no, no. he just kind of he just passes it off the boards. No, he just crazy. got a point. <laughs> like he just gets it. Like yeah, it's a headline, bro. It's a headline in New Jersey. Apparently, apparently they love Pavel Zaka. Uh, that goal, honestly, this goal was funny to me because like I don't think it's fully what Pasta meant to do. I mean, like he, I don't think he meant to go five hole on this goal. If you watch it, like he kind of has like the far side, like blockers, like blocker end of the net, way more available to him. But it look it, it kind of just goes like right off the tip, right off the tip, and it just like this goes like oh, just trickles right five hole. Like that's a goal yeah. scoring kind of thing, like a goal score. It's like even when you're not doing what you mean to, you're you still score. Yeah, like that's still find a way to make it happen. Yeah. yeah, I think it's also a symptom of us being in deep, and um, you know, Blackwood being a a, a goalie who does move quick. And just trying to put the puck where he is rather than where he isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching it back. Yeah, no, he did. He didn't get a great, a great piece of it. Like, doesn't it look like he's going to just go harder backhand? He's trying to roof away it. From, yeah, like he's yeah. trying to get more on that. Yeah, uh, th- that second goal of his, he got all of that. That one, I think that Beautiful. one went. That one went where he wanted it to. I would say. Well, I loved. Well, great. Really great backhand feed from Krejci there, like cross ice. Krejci's oh backhand is fucking yeah. outraged. Krejci, the last I mean, like it's, it's five weird games, like, so hmm. fucking good. The thing with with Krejci is like he he almost sets the bar too high for himself because like I saw that pass the first time and I thought like yeah whatever yeah just a pass, but it's like nuts. That's a great smart clean pass. It's just like Krejci's bar is so high. Yeah, like, and it's like it's not like through traffic or anything. It's like if that were on the forehand, that would be like, yeah, he passed it. But it's because it's on the backhand, and it was as accurate as it was. It's like, holy shit, that's a that's a good pass. Yeah, um, but then just like the way Pasta was able to like drag it and like he's so patient when he shoots, like he's so good at changing the angle and just like. Not even deking the goaltender, but kind of just like getting him to false start a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just like he it's doesn't quick. shoot. He doesn't shoot quite hand. when you think he's going to. It's either faster than you thought he would, or it's like he just holds on to it for like a fraction of a second longer. And I also look with I think and it was to Zaka. hold it long and still beat him on the far side coming right to left. Like it's almost like he gave him more time to set, gave him more time to cross, and was like, mm, I'm still did. waiting to pick my spot here. And boy, did he. Well, he had Zaka like doing like a leap. Like, I I, I don't think there was a really 
slow enough or good enough angle on it, but it almost looks like he jumps right over the puck. Like that was a well executed and needed leap from Zaka there. It worked as a screen too. They had, that the, was part they of had it. the poster knock or side by side graphics. I think we need a Zaka or side by side graphic of like the diving in front of the crease. Do you think or was that good? I didn't I don't think Orr scored as many goals for the Devils as Zaka did. As let me ask you Devils this. Let me let totals? me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Did Bobby Orr ever have a tribute video at the Prudential Center? Kind of answers it for you, doesn't it? Maybe Kinda sums it up. There's no way to know. Probably no. Pro- I want to see how many. How many goals with New Jersey did he have? Where do you think? Okay, never mind. <laughs> what were you going to ask me? It's so not worth looking. <coughs> I was going to say, where on the all-time list do you think Pavel Zaka lists ranks on like New Jersey Devils goal scorers? But like he... 992. Yeah, but the thing is he had 69 goals there in seven nice. years. So Nice. Yeah, fuck so yeah. number that's one the, in a way sex number. That's what they say. Uh, uh, Cliffy with an assist on that goal, too. That's his ninth assist. Did he? Yep. Damn. Yeah. God bless like him. Clifton's going to be another one of those guys who breaks the record. Connor Clifton's playing out of his mind, dude. So fucking good. His his record is. uh Wow. His record's 10 points. um, And he's at. 12. Yeah. That can't be right. Is that right? Did he already break his record? Uh, I mean, he has nine assists, so yeah. Wow, that nobody said anything. We I didn't mean, throw a party or anything. He beat his 10-point ga- 10 hey, season that's high. good. I'm proud of him. I, you, can, you have every right to be proud of him if you want to, bro. <laughs> No one's gonna stop Thanks, you, man. Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, your well, bar is that fucking low, man. If you he's no pop, he's no pop Has he uh, ever gone on a tribute video at the Prudential Center? <laughs> that's that's the new metric. That's the only, that's the only thing. I yeah, I love now. that. <laughs> uh, and then our pal, uh, a Mister Jake DeBrusque, once What'd again he showing up. He, he scored a goal. Score yeah, not before the Bruins goal. almost almost chunked this game. They, they kinda, absolutely almost barfed this one up. Well, that was after the Debrusque goal, which was a really great pass from Marshan. Was it? Yeah, like Marshan just like yoinked the puck away. Like in a way that I don't fully understand. Like it doesn't look physically possible the way he did it. Oh, it's, behind the net, you're saying? Like well, before that goal? position and like where it looks like the puck was and the move that Marshan made. I think it took a bounce or something, dude. I, guess. I don't know how that puck would have even got to him. Marshan just steals pucks like no other. And then just like he had it on the stick for like a second, maybe, and then hit DeBrus right on the tape and it just went right in. Yeah, I mean, Jake just standing there, dude, just all alone. I mean, that's, that's just like some poor defense. There are other defensemen overcommitting following chasing brad behind the net but i mean that's 
some of the advantage that you get playing alongside a guy like Brad is that like Mm -hmm. defensemen will overcommit to him and like you will be granted more space than usual. And when in a moment like that happens, sometimes that space is in front of the crease. Yeah, Brad only has nine goals so far. Was that kind of surprising? (laughs) He was out at the beginning of the year. I know, but 25 games, like he's usually, well, no, I guess he's like every other. It's not that far off, but it's a little low, but he's been very impactful, like really, really impactful. But like his numbers, Mm -hmm. I think are going to even with missing. He's a hat trick away from being where he should be. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just like he's he has. I don't he's only played a full season once in his career. Brad. Yeah. Yeah, and that was in 2013-14. He played all He's 82. playing full seasons anymore, you know? It's for the birds. But anywho. But yeah, the Bruins uh, did the reverse Bruin, where they let up goals at the end of the game instead of the beginning. Yeah, yeah. This one, I mean, what was your, what'd your panic level peak at? Uh, probably right after that, that 4-3 goal. Because I texted I mean, what, you. I was like, I mean, what did it? What did it peak at? Like, oh, what, okay. What uh, level did it get to? It, it didn't. It didn't. Kind of. It was no. never. I didn't. I won't say I worried. I was like pre-worried. I was like, mm-hmm. this could. Some say that's. This. Some say that's the most. Um... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> some might say that. Some might say that's the sweetest. Would they be right? One. Um, what's yeah, the not, fucking word? I don't know. Potent. What trying to some, say some, oh, some, some okay. would say that's the most potent kind of worry. Okay. Eh, it would have been a fucking awesome yeah. joke if I nailed it, but I didn't. So close. Just edit it. But no, I mean, honestly, that four, three, it was kind of like my eyebrows raised and that was it. I was like, huh? and then it was fine. Honestly, I kind yeah, of, I think I was a little more worried than you thought were. New Jersey was going to get one in that last minute, really the last like 20 seconds. I'm always yeah, but like it always feels like they're going to regardless. Like if they, if a team can manage mm-hmm. to get the puck with the goaltender pulled in the last thirty seconds, it's always pure fucking chaos. I just always assume that the game is over and that we've won. I'm just like the eternal <laughs> optimist. There, I'm like I'm already counting it. My like, game's over, guys. Stop. Put your goalie back in. No, I'm like, like, it's I, over. You lost. I get nervous. I'm like counting down the clock without looking at mm-hmm. it. I'll glance up, see it's at fifteen, and I'll be like fourteen. 13, 12. Like, I do that and I do that at the garden with like uh, when they're on the penalty kill because, like, I don't want to keep looking up and down. I just want to have mm. a sense of like when, when is this over? Mm. But no, I felt pretty good about it. Um, and I just really wanted them to get all four points from this back to back. They're 27, 4, and 2. What? They're on pace to go. They might get, Rob, they might get 30 wins. Before they get five losses. What? What the fuck? It's not allowed. Like what that's is that? Don't we have safeguards in place in the league? Like <laughs> after the Jets game, oh my a graphic God. popped up that was like, "It's the second best start in franchise history." I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> the what? <laughs> it was like the twenty nine thirty Bruins. Is it, like, uh, that was my that was a guess, but like I oh think no, it it's something the, old. Yeah, it's it's they what, are was it just in general or at, the, or at the garden? Because uh, if general. it was at the garden, there was a twenty three game point streak at the garden once. 
And the Bruins are at a 20 game point streak right now. Yeah, they're fucking 1929 30 Bruins season. 19 1 and 1. They're on pace to go 67 10 and 5. Think about that in your brain. I see you're not doing that right now. No, I'm not going to. I can't even imagine it. 67, 10, and 5. It's on it's 139 points. <laughs> so and like everyone's it, response is just sustainable. I'm like, yeah, like I don't I'm not like putting money down there ending the season with 67 wins. But it's fuck it's about to be 2023, and they're on pace to win 67 games. Like, that's not insignificant. Like, that's not like it's been five games. I'm like, they're gonna go 80 and two. Like, like this is they're gonna fucking be earlier in the season. We asked who's gonna have more points, the Bruins or Pasternak. And at this point, I fully believe it's gonna be the Boston Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even think it's kind of gonna be that close. No. Well, maybe I mean, not when Boston you're, does have a lot of fucking points right now, but yeah, but I mean when you're on a 20 something game point streak. Yeah, Pasta has 45 points. The Bruins have 56. <laughs> yeah, they have 56. So in 1929-1930, the Boston Bruins played a 44 game season. Okay. Uh, do you want to guess their record? Of those 44 games. And it was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. They won. I would say they won 32 games. They won 38. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, Their home record that year was 21 and one. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. 180 goals for 98 goals against. That's bananas. Yep. 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 And you know who their coach was? Bruce Cassidy. <laughs> Bruce Cassidy. Now it's Art Ross. Oh, shit. Okay. Check that out. Pretty uh, good. Um, I'm looking at the standings right uh, now. Eddie Shore, dude. You're talking about the Eddie Shore Bruins, Tiny Thompson. I don't know. Tiny Thompson's one of the, the greatest in Bruins history. I know a lot of these folks. Okay. Yeah. Hold, to, to bring it to the present day real quick. I'm looking mm. at the standings. You know who fucking swung up to second place? In the league, above the Knights and above the Devils, and above the Leafs, who Carolina? They're on an eight-game win streak. Yeah, sustainable. They're twenty-two six and six. Yeah, dude. They're they're six. How about that? um, Who was that on Carolina the other day? They had their the logo sewed on upside down. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Was that, huh? How about it? Yeah, that's weird. We did have, like, a, we did have a major miscommunication in trying to convey the information I was, to each uh, other. under the influence of substances at the time. And I was like... I was... Okay. I, that, it was that like, honestly makes me happy to know. I didn't know what was going on. Like, I thought I knew what you were trying to say. And I thought I was communicating what I was trying to say. And even when I realized the discrepancy, like, I was not in a place to communicate it. I was like... Okay, uh, don't worry about it. We're fine. You're like, never mind. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but they did do that. That did happen. That was weird. So yeah. But yeah. No, they. Uh, they. We do have a game in hand on Carolina, and we're six points above them, and we do not play in the same division. But if the playoffs started right now, 
who would we be playing? I think I have to go to NHL to see the, the playoff matchups. I, I love that, like, right away you can look at that and be like, game five. It's like, who are we playing? <laughs> like, Can yeah, you really be, check that right now? Yeah, if you go to NHL.com and you go to standings mm-hmm. and you just, like, wild card. You can, it doesn't like outright say this person versus this person, but it's really easy to tell because first in the oh. Atlantic would play the second wild card. Well, whoever's the better right. team first in the, the East, yeah. which obviously right now it is Boston, would play the second wild card, which right now would be the Capitals. I well, we've covered this. I hate the Capitals. I we mm-hmm. am tired of getting injured by the Capitals. Don't really want to play Ovechkin right now. I don't. I think that would be a fine first round. I don't love it. I don't love getting banged up Dude, in the first. The Bruins could go series. eighty-two and zero in the regular season. I would still be so fucking nervous for Game One. Yeah, against the Caps. Against I don't know anybody, why, but yeah. against anybody. Like the yeah. adrenaline I feel at puck drop of Game One of the playoffs is unlike anything else in sports for me. It's like here really? we go. That's what, here that's we go. Moment? Yeah, Game One. I'm like, here we fucking go. I think for me, it's like I, I'm I can manage the cruise control until like a Bruins elimination day comes. Like the day that the bees are facing elimination, I I feel it all day. And then when the game starts, I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to sit. I'm not gonna be able to just like yeah. chill on the couch and watch this thing. Yeah, I uh, it's um, it's I have it's do doesn't you, translate to me like the regular season and playoffs at all. No, do I what? It's streaky. Um, Christmas is uh like right now. Oh shit! Well, do you I do anything down for it? It's, it's it's literally twelve a.m. right now. Yeah. Uh, normally I would. Uh, so we are a cat podcast. So my boy Loki surprise surgery. So he's recovering from that. He's fine. He'll be all right. So all my plans kind of got like nipped because uh, like I can't leave him for long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really doing anything. I'm I'm going for a couple hours to a family thing on Christmas Eve and then coming home and then same thing Christmas Day, if anything. But I'm not. How about you? Are you are you getting after it? Yeah, I'm getting fucking wild, man. I'm going to be partying. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. (laughs) I hope my landlord's listening. I hope she tries to break in because I'm going to lock her out and burn burn it to the ground. Uh, No. I mean, I don't know. Just doing family stuff. I'm uh, I'm Santa tomorrow night, which is fun. Hell yeah. That must Uh, be kind of fun. It is honestly so sick. I got like a a bag next to me right now because like I'm in my office. I record in my office. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I have like his stuff in here. So like his stocking stuffers are all in one bag. And then I got some wrapped. I got some unwrapped. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to do the whole layout thing, doing the cookies and all that shit, dude. Ooh, Being yeah. a dad's pretty sick. I don't know. I don't know why I was always so scared in high school to become one because <laughs> pretty sick now that I am. And uh, I'm also going to kick the shit out of my dad if he didn't get me a PS5. <laughs> yeah, they're available now. That's fun. You can like actually buy them places. <sighs> All right, I'm going to be honest with you. I've I haven't given a shit about moving on to next gen 
Like I just, it's like I play so infrequently and like the games that I play are so like, I don't know. I play the show. I play Rocket League. I play Call of Duty and it's like, I don't need a next gen system. I'm not playing like things that necessitate it, you know? Yeah. But I am, I think, you know, I'm like a big Harry Potter guy. Oh, I know where this is going. They got the new game coming out, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, yeah. And I've been so stoked on it. It was supposed to come out in December, and then it got pushed to January, then it got pushed to February. Mm-hmm. But now, for the old gen, it's coming out in April. Oh, my God. I, I don't want to wait till April to get it for the PS4. I might get a PS5 so that I get the game two months earlier. That's fair. That's valid, I would say. Yeah, I that, support your endeavors. Godspeed. Yeah. What, what's on your Christmas list? Drugs. Nice. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kind of kidding. I don't. Honestly, I'm at a point where my, my mom would be like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "A house." Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. It's like I, I'm at a point where, like, if there's something I want, I just get it for myself. Like, I don't. Like, like that would be a good Christmas gift. Rich. Like, well, got that. Got that biotech money. I'm not rich yeah, by, any, by, by any stretch. Forget you're a doctor. It's funny you say I would actually have my doctor right now if I stayed in grad school. You ever womp, think about all the lives you could be saving? Uh, as a PhD? No. Because it was probably zero. <laughs> which was kind of half the reason I left. I was like, this is depressingly unimpactful. Like, it worked out. I'm in Boston now. This is way better than I'm glad. I'm glad you're here doing this show. Me too. Instead of that useless shit you would have been doing. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. Love you very much. And I love you listening. Merry Christmas to all. And to Uh, all, bear with me. 